V-I-V-I-V-I-P, Stepmoms, that's you and me. Hey, hey, if you're listening to this, that means you've downloaded the 25 Commandments for Divorced Dads, or you are already a member of VIP Stepmom, or you've somehow stolen it. And hey, I admire your tenacity. This is Naja Hall, the founder of VIP Stepmom, and today we're going to be talking about the 25 Commandments for Divorced Dads. Heads up, gals, if you're listening to this by yourself, you might want to go and grab your lover, because this is all for him. Oh, and get a glass of wine too, because you guys are probably going to have a long talk after you listen to this oh and let me offer a disclaimer you don't have to be a divorced dad for this entire podcast to apply to you if you are a man that is co-parenting or trying to co-parent with some lovely lady out there then this is absolutely for you dad's Please know that we admire you, we love you, which is why we have agreed to commit to you for life, or at least we're thinking about it. To help you better understand, since women are from Venus and men are from Mars, we have decided to put together a list of 25 commitments to help assist us and our family as a whole on this stepmom journey. Fellas, these are things that you can do to kind of make it a little bit easier for this woman that you are potentially or you've already made a stepmother first you gotta make our household a key priority that means we don't want you taking resources that we need from our home and just giving it over to your other household now we uh you have to understand that your children definitely have two homes and i can guarantee that their other home is always going to put its needs first it's high time that you get in the habit of doing the same thing. You are not a bad guy for doing that. The second commandment is before you make any agreements with your baby mama, make sure that your woman has approved. Don't all of a sudden pop up with the kids or let your lady know that the kids are gonna come over at 8.30. You kinda need to give her a heads up. This is her space too. And so that she does not veer into isolation land and she feels like she has a kind of a little bit of control over what's happening in her life. Give her a heads up. As a matter of fact, I take it even further. Have a discussion with her before you even think about making plans. Number three, they're your kids too. Assert your right to be a parent. Being a passive father only hinders your current household. You're a dad. You produced half of this child. So understand this. You have the right to call and speak to them when you want to. Now, that might always might not always be given to you freely, but that's what we got the courts for. And unfortunately, for many of us, we have to use the courts as a means to just have our rights asserted. Don't be afraid to use it. The court is your tool. And for many of us, the court is gonna be our only tool to getting some semblance of normalcy in our children's lives. Number four, Fathering from a place of guilt is a lose-lose situation for us, your kids, and especially you. Now, dad guilt is a really real thing. It exists for a reason. I mean, you didn't really plan on your kids being raised in the midst of conflict. You didn't plan on them shuffling back from two different households. And if you did plan on this, you didn't think it would be this difficult. However, this does not give your children or your co-parent the rights to make you feel bad about their reality. The sooner that everybody comes to grips 
that this is real life. This is how life is going to be. This is our circumstance. And let's make the absolute best of it. The sooner everybody's going to have peace. Number five, stop waiting on your ex to provide you with information about your kids. Act like you're a single parent and get the information for yourself. Learn their clothing sizes, the shoe sizes, what foods they like, what activities they enjoy, what feminine hygiene products your teenage daughters might need. It's not your wife's responsibility to figure these things out for you. You know, so often we see single moms complaining about them carrying the brunt of the responsibility. Because when it comes down to it, they kind of do. I think it's admirable, though, when a dad will go that extra mile and find out things about these human beings that he literally has created. Sometimes co-parenting is an impossibility. Parallel parenting or counter-parenting is a very real thing. You have options other than entertaining a high-conflict situation in an effort to force them to work with you. Listen, if your co-parent, or as I like to refer to her, a counter-parent, if they're refusing to work with you, if they're refusing to give you information, if they've done everything besides or even in fact told you that they don't want to deal with you and they're not going to ever be amicable, honey, believe them. There's no amount of small favors. There's no looking over the court orders. There's no letting her have this weekend and switching with her. There's no amount of that that you can do in order to get a person that has become dead set on making your time being a father a living hell. Stop trying to work with her. You better isolate her butt down to talking parents or one of these other co-parenting apps. Limit her interactions or dealings with you to email and only check that file when you're in the mood. Don't let your co-parent or your counter-parent ruin your day. The less access they have to you and the people that you love, the better. Number seven, fathers are as equally important to their children as mothers. Even if they are not the nurturer in the relationship, they still instill respect. They teach children to demand respect, how to stand up for themselves, how to value themselves, how to protect their families, and et cetera, and et cetera. And no matter what you believe about gender roles and role equality, there's still certain things that men are kind of good at at instilling in their children. Not taking away from mothers because a lot of women I know are out there footing it on their own. But in your case, you are listening to this because you are a loving, active father. And so understand this, your role is very important. And the things that you can teach your children are viable, valuable things. Next up, number eight, know your parenting plan inside and out. When you go to court, Your parenting plan is the law for your family. Basically, it's your family's Bible. This is what you're going to go by. When times get rough, when there's moments of conflict or misunderstanding, you're going to go back and refer to those pieces of paper. Now, perhaps you got poor legal advice or you were emotional when you were signing your final document. But guess what? That doc is legally binding. Your co-parent has memorized the details of this agreement, I can guarantee you, because women live in the details. So she's going to live in the details, honey. Guess what? You need to live there too. Number nine, while you weren't thinking of your next relationship, the life that you had previously can negatively impact your future. Consider how your decisions and responsibilities will affect your ability to be a whole and available partner. Don't be selfish by dragging an unsuspecting new woman into your old mess. 
Unpack your own baggage before building a new life on a weak foundation. To put it simply, you know when your life is a mess and when you should not be attempting a new relationship. And I know you're all in love and I know you think you're gonna make it work. If you've not closed final chapters, then please, please, please don't drag a new woman into your stuff. She's gonna get unnecessarily hurt, she's gonna get dirty, and you could potentially be ruining the chances of having a future blossomingly beautiful relationship. Number 10, if you modify an existing plan or agree to enter into a new one during the course of our marriage, make sure you have followed commandment number two. Just a reminder, commandment number two is before you make any agreements with your baby mama, make sure your new woman has approved. Number 11, when you commit to a new life partnership, your agreements with your baby mama must be re-evaluated. As families transition, so should existing agreements. Now we get it. You weren't thinking about your next relationship when you were closing out your previous one. But like I just mentioned, that previous relationship and everything that you agreed to and did in it does impact your new one. Now, if you've made some poor decisions, that's not necessarily fair. So what's gonna have to happen is when you do agree, when you sign a new contract with a new person, your other contract might need to be renegotiated because guess what? Now some of the terms are just simply not going to fit your new life. Number 12, please allow your new partner to be included in your plans as much or as little as she desires. Some stepmoms wanna be involved all up in everything while others prefer to take a less is more approach. When you're entering your relationship, or even if you've been in your relationship for five years, it's a really bad idea to make your wife, your girlfriend, your fiance, a repository for the issues that you have with your co-parent. She's not your dumping ground. You gotta find a counselor. You gotta find one of your homeboys. Heck, you could even call me Coach Naja because everybody knows that I'm one of the best in the game. Number 13. You cannot be the man in the middle forever. You gotta choose your wife's side, not stuck between your wife and your kid's mom. Show both women that you are not a fence straddler. Healthy boundaries are a must. No one likes someone that is going to ride that fence. And by the way, I don't know if you guys have ever tried to sit on a fence, but it ain't that comfortable. Pick a side, honey. Number 14 is short and sweet. No is a complete sentence. Watch this, watch this. No. See, that was easy, complete sentence. Number 15, don't undermine your wife in front of the children or their mother. If you don't agree with something that your wife, and wife, girlfriend, fiance, new mama, stepmom, you know, all those words are interchangeable. But if you don't agree with something that she says or does, please work that out privately with her behind closed doors because you don't want to catch it should you embarrass her in front of people that maybe kind of have not accepted her yet or don't know her or she already feels a little isolated or uncomfortable in front of that's the worst thing to do so please save that for the car save it for the home don't complain to your ex-wife about um, or your your children's mother about things that are happening in your current relationship it's never gonna work out great for you she's probably not your friend. I don't want you guys to be out there assuming that the ex is your friend and she needs to know all your business. She needs to know that you guys are pregnant. She needs to know that uh, you're having money issues. 
keep a friendly business-like relationship with your co-parent. Show respect to your new household. Up next, number 16, protect your wife's and your family's peace at all costs. Be certain to make sure that the drama with your ex stays out of your home. And I know sometimes it's nearly an impossibility because the children that you have with another person are might be in your home or the money that you are making is leaving your home and going into another home. So it's a little difficult at times to keep the intersectionality from happening, but it's your job to keep it at a minimum. Number 17, please understand that when your wife wants to step away, it's not abandonment. It's taking a break from the issues created by the biological parents and she simply needs a break from it. And the biological parents, honey, that's you and your baby mama. If your wife or your girlfriend or fiance sets reasonable boundaries regarding interactions or involvement with your kid's mother and the children, you gotta respect that. It's not fair to expect a third party to share your level of investment. Allow her to protect her sanity. As a coach, I advise all stepmothers, whether they are married yet or not, that their home, their marriage, their sanity comes first. Yes, above your children. It is not her job to make your children, the kids that you created with someone else, her key priority. This doesn't mean that she's not gonna love and cherish her stepkids. This simply means that she has her priorities in order and she's minding the home that she is the queen of. Number 18, please understand that anything that your woman does for your child is a bonus. She's not obligated to care for your kid. I mean, the people that are obligated to care for your kid are you, their mom, um, that expensive nanny or au pair that you hire, but your love interest, she doesn't have a dog in that fight. Anything that she does, she's choosing to do. Anything that she is not doing, I'm sure she's making um, a very deliberate effort to be careful about doing things. So just respect her journey and respect her process and don't come in trying to force her or making her feel bad because she's not stepping up to the plate and being a second mom. Not all stepmothers are going to be able to be the second mother to your children. Number 19, please understand that when you vent to your partner about your ex or your kids, she's gonna have advice and opinions. If you don't want her input, don't vent to her about these things. It's an all in or all out kind of situation. Just as I advised earlier, find another source to vent about such things. You're, again, your wife is not your repository for the drama that you created with someone else. Number 20, if your wife is good enough to be your child's cook, nanny, chauffeur, tutor, personal shopper, and maid, she should be allowed to have an opinion or at least provide input. If her input doesn't count, she should not be expected to provide the aforementioned services. Like I said earlier, all in or all out. Now, if you're not gonna respect her opinion, then that's one thing. Don't share your issues with her. But then if you're not going to allow her to have an opinion at all, then you probably should just go for some hired help. Number 21, your wife is your teammate. Advice and suggestions come from a place of love and a whole lot of research. I guarantee you, honey, she's read every blog, listened to every podcast. Um, she's probably sought help from friends, coaches. So this woman is very well researched when she comes to you with these statistics. Please do not diminish the advice and suggestions that she contributes during these discussions. Doing so will cause her to detach and disengage. 
And do you really want a detached and disengaged stepmom because of something that you have done? Nah. If this woman seems like she's going to be an involved stepmom, the last thing you want to do is be the reason that she is forced to step away. Number 22, understand that when you allow your kids or their mother to disrespect you, your woman, or your home, it diminishes her ability to trust you as the leader of the household. Mmm. Ooh. Nobody wants to see the person that they love, the man that they love being disrespected. But if we, stepmothers, are in a position where we have to view that without you doing anything about it, you kind of take it on the chin and you allow it, we know that it's only a matter of time before it starts happening to us too, too. Because if they don't respect you, they're not going to respect your home, anyone that you try to love, new children that you have, none of that. And so guess what we do? As women, we kind of pick up and we fend for ourselves. But we don't want to have to do that. When you're the leader of the home, Please don't put us in that position. Number 23, there are rules and consequences for all children. Number 23, there have to be rules and consequences for all children when they're in the home. This means it's equally important to discipline kids who don't live there full time and the kids that do live there full time. Dads, when you don't have 100% custody of your children, you might be tempted to treat them differently because you don't wanna, it's tough to discipline kids when you don't see them that much. However, you have to make these moments count because this is your time to instill values and morals and ethics in your children. So one rule applies to everyone. Number 24, understand that your woman is with you because she truly wants to be. Your relationship is the heart of your family. So protect it and protect her. And last, but certainly not least, if possible, set all communication with a high conflict counterparent through an app. Confining things in people that steal joy keeps them from running rampant in your life, as I mentioned earlier. And I'm mentioning this again, one of the three major stepmom conflicts is a high conflict biological mother. That means the high conflict woman that you made a mother. And so in order to keep her from infecting your relationship, your current relationship, you gotta put her in a box. Don't be ashamed, don't be afraid to do that. No one that disrespects you and causes you to be unhappy should be allowed to have full dominion, to step in and out of your life wreaking havoc whenever they want to. If you like this list, please visit VIP Stepmom. Fellas, if you're listening to this and they don't have a subscription to my private membership community just for stepmoms, visit VIPstepmom.com. I guarantee you, you're going to be giving her a world of peace. This is Naja Hall, master step family coach and founder of VIP Stepmom. VIP, VIP, VIP Stepmoms, that's you and me.